is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, and Bill Jones. And welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Rob Phillips in for Bill Jones. Are we barely off for it? <laughs> you decide that. Okay, I will not say. Will <laughs> we, are, we are not better off. We are not right, Mick? Are you okay? No. He's not. Uh-oh. Oh, he's going headphones. Uh-oh. Yeah. He's Somebody winging left it. the uh, noise cancelers on and the battery ran down. Ah, there oh, you go. no. You don't want to come sit by me? <laughs> I'll stay in my spot and, and power through this. Uh, We're off good. to a roaring start today. Yes, we are. Hope everybody had a happy holidays. Yes, I did, absolutely. man. Did I you? Really did. Yeah, it was fun. Did you get some fun. rest? I no, no rest. No, no, no rest. It was all about family, and yes, you know, that's the good thing about it. It's Christmas and my family. We had a good time. Yeah, I think I wore myself out on Christmas Eve. So I believe it. Christmas Day was kind of recovery day. What'd you do on Christmas Eve? Oh, we had a bunch of people over. Did a lot of cooking. Had a Glass of wine or four, five. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Mick I know. Some vino, eight yeah. well. Hey, I'd love to you. I'd love to hear you do the Jack, a uh, blackjack uh, reading. I got it. While uh, no, no. Oh, like that. Oh, yeah, after, after five, five glasses of vino, probably better. Probably hey, that better. happens, doesn't it? Right. All yeah. Of a sudden, we're you flowing. concentrate more. That's you right. Because you what? know. And what about you? Uh, tip, same thing. Family. It's not it, Everson. You're right. It's nice to take a just a break from this season and kind of put things in perspective. But uh, we're back at it today. Back at it, man. And the team is back at it today, practicing outside on a Thursday. Even though they're not going on the road. They're, Great they're day out there. Back at home on Sunday. Yeah, nice a little overcast. But preparing for those Washington Redskins. We'll have Bill Jones back tomorrow. Sometimes it's good to get out of your routine. Change things up a little. Yeah, I think so. Kind of refresh. Let's hope it works. I just want it to work. It needs they, to. They have all these remedies, but it doesn't work. Everything's, you know, we want to lay this out for them. And, okay, guys, you guys are okay. That's all right. You've been having a tough day. You've been having a tough year. It's okay. But all you need is just some rest, and you'll be good. That is not it. No, not so far, right? I wish that was the case. I wish that was the case. These guys need to be focused. And it doesn't look like they they got any. They'd be a higher level of intensity than anyone around these holidays. Doesn't look like they got any healthier either, by the way. Well, let's go through it. This list is pretty long. I hope they're not not ready for a vacation already. I needed two pages, it looks like. (laughs) We're not looking at vacation for them already, are we? I mean, is that that, the mindset in in this arena? That would be... That would be like the last slap in the face mm-hmm. because, as I wrote uh, yesterday, the, the biggest fear should be the motivation should be that you don't win and the Eagles get beat. That would scare me to death. I know. I would be out there trying as hard as I can because I don't want that on my legacy of you could have won the division title <laughs> at 8 and 8 and gone to the playoffs but you didn't beat the 3 and 12 Redskins. Wow. 
Because all year they've been saying to us after every loss, we control our own destiny. Mm-hmm. We still control our own destiny. Well, you, you don't now. Uh, but Isn't you could. That sad? Isn't that sad? That you they get to the last all weeks, the way to and the last weeks way. and weeks of this. Every week, you're right. We've said that. Every week when they lose. And it's just like a broken record. So when you guys sit there and you go to the press conference, doesn't that sound like a broken record? Yeah. Doesn't everything he says sound like a broken record? Doesn't every post-game interview sound like a broken record? You and, know what I mean? And you t- it took you, and I think I got this right, 15 games to fall out of first place. Wow. Is that been right? been in first place the whole time, right? That's, or that's, tied. That's unbelievable. Because right? when they were 3-3, three and three, I don't think the Eagles had a, a winning record. So that and door, no one else did either. That door has been opened for such a long time. Yeah. Just waiting for the Cowboys to just walk through and shut it behind them. And I'm not sure when they took over first place last year at the end of the season. When they finished 10-6 and six, um, and won seven of their last eight. So at some point, they moved into first place. So it's been a while since they haven't been in first place. And that, that team's destiny seemed to be the opposite of what this team's yeah, destiny is. Because they were winning all those close games. He talked about it all today. All the close games. Eight out of ten were one-score games. And this year, they've lost every one that's been a one-score game. God, that's... Lost six games, right? So yeah. do those things even out? Like, you're not going to win them all? And you're not going to lose them all, but over a course of two seasons, it evens itself out. You get about 50-50 on one-score games. And once again, it goes back to you've got the players. Is it the coaching? Do, do the players of this caliber, do they need to be motivated, as you spoke of just a minute ago? Do they need to be motivated? These are players that are getting paid a lot of money. Mm-hmm. You got our, our linebackers. Some aren't they some of the highest paid linebackers maybe in the NFL? Mm, I don't no. think so. No, well, no. Jalen got a big deal. Not making much. Uh, Van Der Esch was on his well, rookie deal. Well, he's on his rookie deal. Yes. And and Sean, Sean took a pay cut to come back and play this year. Interesting. Um, like serious. Like he's making two million. Brett Bravo. I'm, I, and I'm sure he was thinking he was going to do it because this team has the potential right. to be off the charts. So, same thing with Witten, right? He didn't take what he normally makes. To come back, but he thought this is. I'm sure he thought the same thing. Oh, 10 and six. Mm-hmm. You know, if I come back and help out, and you know, here we go. Hey, with Witten, he he, he I think he kind of missed his little opportunity there. He yeah. when he went into the booth, I think that's when things started to change for him. All of a sudden, uh, you know, his hairline goes, and he's back with the Cowboys. And, and think about it: the 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 cornerbacks aren't you know making big bucks. Oh no. Right, the mm-hmm. safeties. Nobody no. pays. The DBs. only guy that's got paid Cowboys on this. don't pay DBs. The only guy that got paid on this defense was Demarcus Lawrence. You know, Quinn was on a you know, uh, like a five million dollar base, and then he had a a bonus for seven and a half sacks, so he got that ten and a half, and I think he had a per game bonus also. So, but still, no one was making like 10, 12, 13 million a year on this team. I, I forgot what Byron Jones would have been on his fifth year. Um, um, it was, I, I forget too. Was is, it it, nine, is it like nine or 10 million? Nine million, something maybe? like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's played, you know, he, he didn't have any more interceptions this year than he had last year. 
I hate to say it, but it's kind of the Which same. No, but zero. you know what? If you take him off of the secondary, and yeah. where are they at right now? Y'all know. Absolutely. So, this, you know, turnovers aside, and I know you're the yeah. you're you're the one of the godfathers of interceptions in the in the secondary there. I made the Pro Bowl without an interception. That was a, that was amazing to me. Is I talked to him about that. I talked to him about. It. I said, "How did you do that? <laughs> you know, how do you do that? I don't think there's ever been a Pro Bowler that didn't have an interception. That's got to be an NFL record. It's because normally they'd look at stats, right? That's, That's the first it. thing. You could play numbers, bad, but numbers if you have get nine you in the Pro Bowl. interceptions, you're yes. in the Pro Bowl. I don't care how many times you get toasted. They're going to consider you, right? If you've got a number of interceptions, yeah, absolutely. And so when you look at this team and you look at the not just the individuals, but you look at this group, when this season is all said and done, they're going to be. Who's going to point the finger at who? Linebackers at, at DBs, offensive line. You're going to point at the defensive line. And, 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 it, and to me, the answer, the, the answer is you all failed. There's not <laughs> – you're right. There, you there's, all failed. there's not a position on this team that you can look at and say they've been 100% consistent throughout the season. And not, I, I don't no, think you can point that, to that, one. That bar and, is tough. 100% is tough. It is tough. Give, give me a lower percentage and it's still going to be – it's going to be a few, just a few groups. And they're going to look back at this, and so you can help with the history here. It's been, I would think, quite some time that a Cowboys team that so much was expected of did this, didn't give us anything. Because normally there was a reason for it, right? Like in 2015, Tony Romo played four games, finished two. And, and there was a reason why they, they finished the way they did. You know, 2017, 9-7, but Zeke misses six games. It had a, an effect on this team. Mm-hmm. The, the one that it reminds me of, and it's not over yet, but 08, they won their first three games of the season, and everybody was talking about how this is a Super Bowl team. <laughs> right. They won 13 games a year ago. Naturally, they're going to take the next step, right? Right. Finished nine and seven. Now Tony Romo missed three games that and year, and they lost two of them. Yeah, and that probably cost them at the end. The pl- it cost them getting in the playoffs. And they went to Philly but in I week seventeen with with a chance to get in, and they got blown out. I don't know and that you could look at the season and say, okay, there's why. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't like a quarterback injury. You mean this season? Yeah, this season. Oh yeah, this no, season. This, this. Did I call it last season? No, already? no, you did not. Oh, I okay. wanted to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah this no. season. So no, and Jerry has been quick to point out on his radio segments. This is a pretty healthy football team overall. I mean, he makes knew, a point of saying that, and he's right. We knew in twenty two thousand through two thousand two, this team, the roster wasn't very good. Uh, Troy got hurt in two thousand. Uh, you know, things went downhill. You didn't have a quarterback in oh one, oh two, miracle in oh three, oh four. You, you brought in Vinny Testaverde because you wanted a veteran backup, right? And then all of a sudden, he's got to start 15 <laughs> right, games. Right, right away, pretty much. Right? I remember that. You know, I can take you to 90, uh, 1999 when they finished 8-8, eight and eight, but they lost Michael after a 3-0 and start. They got off to a great start. They didn't have wide receivers, right? So... So uh, what's this team's what, what? I don't know if anybody thought 97 was going to happen, Right. And they fell apart. They were six yeah, and but, five. But but there's the difference. That that team was getting older. Yes. The core of that team was getting that's older, it. and that's why this one is so surprising. Because to me. we're trying to pick excuses. Right. We don't have any. No. You don't because this this was a young this is a young team that was even younger last year that started three and five, and all of a sudden you get Amari Cooper and they grew up. 
They grew up down the stretch. They were able to win closer games because I think they, the experience benefited them. And to y'all's point, what, 0-6 in games decided by one score or less yeah. this year? Yeah, and, and some 1-1. Of the, and some of these games haven't been close. And, and they haven't shown the same uh, resolve against adversity on I the road that particularly. that is the best word. The, we, we have no resolve. It seems like every time we hit some type of uh, adversity, we, we're ready to buckle. We're ready to buckle. It takes us, and then when we do buckle, it takes us a while. We're reeling for so long, and then at the end of the game, here we are. Oh, got yeah. a chance, guys. We're still in it. You know, it's like a distance runner who coasted, and then that last lap. Okay, let oh me turn God. it on. Oh my God, my high school track coach right? hated that. <laughs> you come sprinting across the, uh, at a, at a mile a mile run. He, yeah. he's gonna. It's like, he's what gonna, have you been doing? You will hear his voice all over the stadium. <laughs> the late John Freeman. God rest your man. Rest in peace. But that's, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's that's kind of how it is. We don't. We always take. Sometimes even a game to make adjustments. Going back to Atlanta, that gets the heck beat out of him. One guy makes a Pro Bowl on him in one game. Made his career in so 2017. The, yeah, Clay yeah. Morton. So, yeah. yeah, so here, I mean, but look how long it took. We didn't even make the adjustment that game. Mm-hmm. We didn't even put in two tight ends that game. We didn't even have a back to chip him that game. Yeah, well, the next time they started Cameron Fleming, they had two tight ends in. By and the see, way. look but how long was, it took. That was the next year. That or, was the or next this year. year. Yeah, and then even after that. The uh, the next week, then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we got we got Dax back now. Yeah, we're gonna give him protection. Well, yeah, he just got sacked. What was it, eight times? Seven or a, eight in Atlanta. Okay, so our coaching staff, for some reason, I don't know if it, it comes from they don't trust the players to grasp the changes well, and the adjustment that needs to be made uh, at, at, in real time. In well, real time. I'm when not they finally about. made the change in the third quarter in that Atlanta game and brought Fleming in, it didn't get any better. It didn't it get any better. It was the same. Same thing. They just needed help over there. And, and That's all. You just get back And I think they were just stubborn. I, I think they thought that with um, a Green in there uh, taking Tyron's spot, mm-hmm. that they'd seen mm-hmm. him play well before. So it was like, okay, sometime it's going to come along. It's going to come along. And at halftime, it hadn't come along, and it took them midway through the third quarter uh, to take Chaz Green out and put Fleming in, and it didn't get any better. Once again, so, it's not personnel. Have, you the tight end have should have been in his back pocket yes. the whole time. And they were they were just stubborn. And, and, and that, you know what? It cost, problem. I think it cost the offensive line coach his job because they made the change. It's no the doubt that they cost him. and It's a ripple effect. That entire season was a ripple effect. That's why your offensive coordinator from last year is gone as well. Yeah, It was a ripple effect all the way down the line. So I'm just wondering if we need – I wonder why we don't have more of a sense of urgency to make the adjustments. Sometimes they're made – I mean, next drive. Right. I've been on teams where they've made the adjustments the next drive. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about Philly last week – Doug Peterson is in a situation where he doesn't have any receivers. Zach Ertz gets banged up in the game, but they found a way to kind of re refigure things offensively and win ball games. And yeah, they didn't. They said, and, "Not next guy up. We're just going to use two tight ends because they're our two best wide receivers." And guess right? what? Yeah. That falls right into our lap. Well, mm-hmm. we, we we fall into their lap. I would yeah. I would say because now they're strict and how they were able to. To survive the, the way they were able to struggle and still make it in those two games and still be victorious, 
You now, know, in a, in now that that fall, that fell right into our weakness. Right, tight ends, running backs. And running if I game. take you back into the into the '80s, '86, Danny got hurt. Right, Kaler wasn't good enough to finish those last seven games. '87, the strike was there, kind of screwed things up. Now '88, I don't know what everybody thought the '88 team was going to be, but it was done. Right, it was. It was. I'll put it like this. That was the most competitive, what were we, 3, three, and, three and 13. That was the most competitive 3-13 and 13 team right. I've ever been on. There was a lot of close games. A lot of Just close didn't games. win them, right? Didn't win them. Didn't win them. And, and a lot of people thought that uh, Tom's uh, you know, age right. was Caught getting in the them. way of, of, of uh, him being more aggressive on calling plays and being more heads up. Right. Yeah, so and that we was knew it was going to happen in 89. Yes. The surprising thing was 90 because they won seven games. And it's so funny about 90. We won three uh, preseason games. And we were like, man, we're going no, to 80, the Super Bowl. 89. 89. Yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Remember 89, we're going. <laughs> winning field goal against Houston yeah, in the final yeah. preseason game. I got a touchdown game. in the last preseason game, I think, in San Diego or something. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm about a 72 yard fumble return. We were like, whoa, we are good. And we were like, no, we're no, not. No, not so much. <laughs> so it's been a while since this has happened to this, this With, franchise. And, and every, we had. Had excuses on all of those years is where you started. Yeah. Excuses in all of those years. I mean, uh, uh, legitimate excuses. Excuses. No talent. You know, we're getting older. It is what it is. You can't change for the time. This team, no excuses. No, they're just they're young. They've been relatively healthy. They're paid, and yeah, and just haven't gotten it done. Technically, they're still alive. Got to beat the Redskins on Sunday and hope Philly loses to the Giants. Let's take our first break. And when we come back, let's carry this over and get to some of the injuries as we look towards Week 17 as well. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting EssilorUSA.com. Essilor. See more. Do more. Ready? Okay. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. Give me an S. S. Give me an O. O. What's that spell? So, so. Are we going to win? Not if we play like we cheer. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right. News and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas. Cowboys. 
I'm Jay Novacek, former tight end for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in the day, I was the guy who always got the tough yards, and that's why I run with John Deere today. In fact, I have a John Deere 3025E tractor that can handle any yard work I need to do, even the tough yards way out back. So if you have one acre or a thousand, John Deere has the equipment that's just right for you. Visit a John Deere dealer today and run with us. We are the official tractor provider of your Dallas Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Rob Phillips, Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola here for the next 20 minutes or so. Cowboys practicing outside. They've got the Redskins at home on Sunday, the regular season finale. We'll find out about 6.30, 7 o'clock on Sunday whether the season continues. Need a couple things to happen in order for that to happen. And, Mick, you're what jotting do, down what you got. What do you think? We should have a split screen on the big video board? Hmm. Half Giants. Oh, that's going to happen. No, because no, they change the time of the game. They change the time of the game. I know, but they will not do that. Oh, I've been on the video board. Oh, 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 no, no. No, in, re- <laughs> in regards to the, the networks, yeah, I would look forward to that. Especially if things start to get dicey on both sides. Or either side. Yeah, Yeah, we'll go to the other team and see what they're doing. And they changed it, what, we were playing at noon? Yeah, both both games were going to be noon. So they changed both of them? Yeah. Come on, man. They, they, they want us to fail on national television. <laughs> That's what they want. This is not about, ooh, Cowboy fans, you, we're going to give you a chance to root your team on and support them nationwide. No, that's not what it's about. They want to see the Cowboys fall flat on their face. Stephen A. Smith is going to be. <laughs> I'll get the Cowboy hat on. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy you know, hat one on. of those, 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 those end zone um, scoreboards that have stats on them, they just should have the running total of the Eagles Giants. See, I'm just telling you this is this is score this time could, and this could who's turn got the out ball. to be uh, how can I put this could turn out to be a uh, uh, real satisfaction for the Cowboys. It could. And that is a shame that they have this opportunity. Like they're in this situation. That lets you know God right? is good. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz there's no way a team should still have a chance like this. And they know it. They know it, and they—I mean—they said it back after the was it Chicago, and they still found themselves in first place after yeah. losing yeah. on the road, and and now it's seven and eight. Here's a stat from Gil Brandt. We'll get to the injuries in a second, mm-hmm. Nick. But the great Gil Brandt tweets: the Cowboys have the best point differential, plus eighty-two, and yardage differential plus fourteen hundred and twenty-six of any sub-five hundred team in the Super Bowl era. Last year they were, era. Last year they were ten and six with a plus fifteen point differential and plus two thirty three yardage differential, which just it speaks again to just how puzzling the season has been. They put up yards, they put up points, but they have eight losses and are, no, and and no, are staring uh, playoff watching playoffs at home in the face. So it just qualifies what we've been talking about. And to me, I, I, I promise you guys, you can say what you want. The numbers for defense is good. Uh, what, are they still ranked top 10 defensively? Yeah. Maybe? Something I mean, you like just that. Lost yeah. the, you lost two games when you gave up 13 points and 17 points. And, offense, and the 13, offensively, you, defense only gave up six of those. And offensively, we don't have that many turnovers, do we? I mean, we're not they're really, about They're about even, I bet. About, so then you look at that's just how important it is defensively mm-hmm. to tilt that scale. 
Yes. You must tilt the scale. Yes, yardage is amazing, but the, the turnover differential to me, and I, I, we've always taken it for granted here in this, in this organization. I'm going way back to Valley Ranch. I'm going way back to Abrams Road, okay? Uh, Mel Renfro, Cornell Green, Charlie Waters, Okay, Dennis Thurman, Thurman Steves, Everson Walls, Everson Walls, uh, uh, Deion Sanders. Okay, Darren Woodson. This is something that we have taken for granted all this time because it's all about offensively. We've you know we've got these stars offensively. We've got these def- defensive linemen. Well, the the real catalyst of any successful team, and we've saw, we've seen it with the, the the Patriots. We've seen it with some of the better teams. You've got to have a turnover hungry defense. You have to have a turnover-hungry defense. I don't care how good your offense is. And the Cowboys have – that culture is no longer here. It's almost as if they're uh, immune to interceptions, which is amazing to me. It's just amazing to me with these great athletes that we have. Awuzie got benched because – forget interceptions. He couldn't even cover a guy. Okay? He looked like he was tight. He looked like his groin was tight. Everybody else had warmed up, looked like he didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to have those plays as the defensive back. But to offset any of that, you must redeem yourself with turnovers. And, and, and here's how incongruent it is. Their giveaways are the 11th fewest in the league. So they've got 17. Come on. And I don't know. That's not all that bad. They've lost six fumbles. Um, 11 interceptions. Dak's interceptions are up a little bit this year, but, mm-hmm. he's, but he's throwing the ball. He's throwing the ball damn near but 50 times a game. More. Okay. Now, on takeaways, only four teams have fewer than their 15 takeaways. Six interceptions, nine fumble recoveries. Who us? Yes. So that we have nine to, fumble recoveries. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's a lot more, more than, than I we thought, thought. But only six interceptions. And I'm guessing that is quickly looking tied for with Detroit for the fewest in the league. Six. They sit at a minus two turnover margin. Everson right. tied for 17th. And they are ranked 11th in total defense. But there needs to be a tweak in the rankings <laughs> formula for, for defense. I mean, because it's based just off of yardage. Yes. And they're giving up 330 yards per game. It doesn't tell, you, how, it doesn't tell think, you during the important parts of the game, last two minutes of the game, last five minutes of the game, how many third downs, what's our third down percentage? How long do they keep the drives going when we need the ball back? Yep. Those are the kind of things that aren't quantified when and, you talk about yards. And I think they should be able to factor ter- takeaways into that formula too because that is – that's as important a measure of a defense as anything. How, it's how like often you rate you a quarterback on, on, on all of that, so why sure. can't you rate a defense on that? Well, I agree. they just do it by yards. And, it's, you know, and I think this is the first time since, I want to say, the second week of the season that their total offense and total defense hasn't ranked in the top ten. They mm-hmm. fell out defensively to the 11th. They're still number one offensively in total yards. Because wow. they gave up. What four hundred something? And see, yeah. this, this is all what I used to complain about with Tony Romo. Uh, he would, you know, we would all fall into into uh, a, a deficit. A lot of times he was throwing pick sixes. Remember the Detroit game? He yes. Was just, it, it was certain, he became he became this quarterback because the team really 
wasn't all that good, especially defensively. He's trying his best to make everything happen. You get a couple of big pick sixes, you're down 14 nothing, and okay, Romo, forget the running game. Yeah, dude, let's bring go. us back. Yeah. And that's what Dak's doing. Either by his own devices or whatever goes on, you put yourself in this spot. Now you got to fight your way out, and we're throwing and throwing and throwing. Oh, those stats look good. Wow, look, he's got 400 yards. But that doesn't really tell the story. Yeah. yeah. All right, uh, injuries. Yeah, what you got over there? We promised injuries. Well, I've got twice four guys, and this was only an estimation (laughs) yesterday, but I think he qualified the estimation today about who's probably not practicing because the four guys that didn't practice yesterday uh, were Demarcus Lawrence with a shoulder, Sean Lee, Peck Thigh, uh, Tyron Smith uh, with a back, and Dak with the shoulder. Now. I just saw Tyron Smith this morning. It was all he could do to walk in here on his own two feet. So that back's really tightened up on him. Could you imagine being that we'll big see. and laboring? Yeah. Because <laughs> and, and, that's sorry. a big back, I feel sorry right? for yes. big guys, yeah, man. Absolutely. <laughs> you know. So it didn't sound like Dak was going to do much today. It didn't sound like Demarcus Lawrence was going to do much. Joe Thomas uh, probably not going to do much. Uh, so I don't know that any of these things over Christmas, anybody laid hands on them and said, okay, <laughs> you're good. And, and by the way, so and I that massa- doesn't, I have a massage envy, right? <laughs> and, then, and then <laughs> that doesn't account yeah. for having already placed uh Suofilo on injured reserve. Uh, he broke the fibula. Oh, so you know how goodness. you know how you get a high ankle sprain, and they say, well, sometimes it's better just to, to break or tear. Well, he did both. He broke his fibula, and he's got a torn ligament in there too. Because when I saw him in that walking boot uh, leaving the game, I said, uh, high ankle sprain, and then it was worse than that, and that's why they did the surgery. And then also Leighton Vanderish on injury reserve surgery. finally, and he's going to have surgery in a couple weeks. Now – Somewhere That's along scary, the line, surgery on his neck. Somewhere along the line, it was called minimally invasive. Well, I found out that basically what he's having is anterior cervical discectomy, which means they go in and they take the disc out between his fifth and oh, sixth wow. vertebrae in, in your neck, and and what they do, and, and it's also called fusion. And so they take some bone from your hip and put it in the space where the disc should be. And they fuse it in there. It now, sounds to like me, a Randy White surgery. Well, I, I, it was, and it's the same thing Daryl Johnston had, Chad Headings had it, and Rocket Ishmael had it. So that doesn't sound minimally invasive to me. Anytime you mess around with the nerves, and I think I saw, I saw neck, somebody say it was minor. Well, that doesn't sound minor to me. Well, Jason mm-hmm. Garrett called it minor. Yeah, yeah, and and mm-hmm. so four months rehab. So he's basically going to maybe be ready for the So start minor of, surgery before months yeah, rehab. Yeah. Okay. I don't think I've ever known minor surgery. So they people, we got some questions from fans why they waited to do this. I think they were trying to let it calm down. Well, let the inflammation calm down yeah. and see if it could do it on its own. And what people don't understand is it's surgery. You don't just, you know, go out there and say, okay, let's go, let's cut the guy's neck, right? You try to medically treat it, and you hope that's the That's the last disc, resort right. is invasive surgery. Right. That's what doctors think. That's because correct. Because what you want to do is treat it medically. And, and, again, if it was your back, you would get a shot. 
well, I don't think they can give you a shot in your neck. So what they do is they, it's, it's like an oral treatment to try to reduce the swelling of the herniated disc. And it, it didn't work. And they were hoping and hoping and hoping. And I think the last time they did the exam, it was like, this has got to be fixed. There's no two ways about it. Because the last thing you want to do is take discs out if you don't have to. So, what I mean, we're talking, um, to me, sounds like major surgery. You're taking a disc right? out. Yes. And, and putting it in an How's he gonna? His career is it in jeopardy? No, I, I, uh, those guys that I mentioned had it and came back and played, and so you know what you. All those guys came back. They and all played. came back Man, and played. That's crazy. So, but what what you what you uh, jeopardize is if another disc goes in that same area. The last thing you want to do is have like three vertebrae fused together because then you will be Randy White. Yeah, you know, just Randy can't even look up in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> not for real. He can't no, look up no, in the sky. You're right. That is a scary thing. And so you don't want that to happen. No, and that that lets you know, guys. And I know we're talking about injury, but that's just you know you got to put that into perspective about how dangerous this game really is. Well, how old is Vanderess? Twenty two. 22, Early 23, 20s, maybe. Yeah. It's yeah. scary, man, yeah. you know, to have to go through something like that. And, and we, we, we take it for granted because people are having surgery all the time in the NFL. And people complain about the, the, the salaries that they make. And, you know, uh, that's scary, man. This, this guy is an amazing athlete. You know, and forget all of that. I mean, you just want the guy to be healthy as a person. Right. And we're trying to get him on the field so he can go out here and, and play and get hurt right? again. Yeah. So you just got to kind of put things into perspective about how dangerous this game is. You know what helped me put it in perspective uh, watching LSU play their freshman corner, Stingley? And I and I I heard his name and I yeah. go, oh, is that Daryl right yeah. Stingley's son? No, it's his son's son. And then it made me think, oh, that's right, because right. that was Jack Tatum hit him in Jack the preseason Jack Tatum hit game. him. He was going for a quick slant. Yeah. Jack Tatum hit him head on. And ended up paralyzed and in From a wheelchair. And this 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 is his son's kid, so that was his great his Scared. grandfather. Scared. Yeah, but made me think of that. And mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's a dangerous game. And here he is out here playing even after what happened to his grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, and his dad was like, you know, that's his decision. That's his decision, right? And, that's right. And his dad, and his, I read a story, and his dad qualified it as one of the best things that happened to me playing athletics was the discipline I learned and how you had to take care of your own business all the time, every day. And he goes, and I probably wouldn't have been the person I was mm. or am if I hadn't played athletics. So uh, this kid's a freshman of the year, I bet, and he'll he'll last. I mean, if you watch him play corner at LSU, he, he's unbelievable yeah. as a freshman. So, anyway, that made me think of that. I know I just got off on a tangent. Uh, Bill, big game for the Sooners yeah. on Saturday night. Yeah. I'm, I'm bringing You think up. he's going to be watching? I'm going to counter him tomorrow <laughs> and bring an LSU hat. Right? Do it. Just in <laughs> please, case he please. shows up. You know he's up listening. You know he's listening. <laughs> you know he's listening. You just blew the surprise. Please you know. get that going. I'd love to see that. All right, let's take our final break. Come back. We'll wrap it up. Uh, talk a little bit more about Dak and what to expect from him this week mm-hmm. on Talking Cowboys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. 
Stetson Hats, the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. Essilor is a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys, helping fans see more and do more with our best vision solutions. Our lens technologies reveal a world more beautiful than you can imagine. For a limited time, get the Essilor Next Gen offer. When you buy the latest generation of Transitions lenses with select Essilor lenses, you can choose a second pair of clear lenses for free with qualifying frame purchases. Restrictions apply. Find a participating eye care professional by visiting Essilor USA. Essilor. See more. Do more. So, you're shopping. And that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say... It's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, if you go to Jack Black, (laughs) you can grab the best of 2019. Think about that. Choose a free travel size of one of this year's best with your $60 purchase. You can get a Pit Boss antiperspirant and deodorant, a Turbo Wash energizing cleanser, face buff, Double-duty face moisturizer, and we can go on and on and on. Mm. So go to getjackblack.com, spend $60 or more, and you get one of these free bests of the year. I like the other guys read better than yours. Yeah? Yeah. He's more exciting. He's like, Black Jack! Yeah, yeah, he could have little... done, done that four <laughs> times before he got one that was good enough to keep. You seemed a little frazzled on that one, Nick. No. Good job. Good job. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys. By the way, you had an error earlier talking about the offensive line in 2017. Yes, I apologize. Byron Bell was the backup, yes. not Cam Fleming. Right. Twitter is on it, baby. It's only the second time I've made Twitter that mistake. Twitter is on it, baby. They're yeah. on. Mm-hmm. They're, they're blowing up my mentions about you, Nick. <laughs> well, good. They're Better for so them to be on, on Rob's mentions than mine. <laughs> you haven't been on Twitter in a while, have you? I'm, I'm out. No, I'm on. I just don't read the mentions. Okay. So if you all want to just kind of save your time. (laughs) Well, you told them. Put them on Rob's. You told some guy Monday, hey, big boy, come tweet at me again about Jordan Lewis, didn't you? No, I I won't see it. Have you gotten that yet? I won't see it. We should check in and see. (laughs) All right. Injury update from practice, according to Todd Archer. Because you know what I heard today? What? Mark Cuban was doing his yearly thing. Mm hmm. And, uh,. He was talking about how you have to work really hard not to pay attention to people that tweet you because the people on Twitter are like 20% of the entire world. And so you get one or two people that aggravate you. You just got to walk off because I think Mike Tyson said something about, yeah, you can say anything you want to somebody on Twitter 
or over the phone because you can't get punched in the face. I could, I could just hear Tyson. Can't you? Can't wow. you? Oh I can see him punching some Twitter guy in the face. <laughs> don't think he, yeah, you like, yeah, I've been Tyson's looking face. for you. So Cuban says, so since I can't punch him in the face, I, I don't I don't pay any attention to whatever they say. <laughs> That's good words to live by for the yes, new year. I thought so. Thank you, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> You right. put that on either your, your blackjack reading. Right? That's good stuff. <laughs> and go ahead and say what you want, because I can't punch you in the face. Ah, not that one. I would punch anybody mm. in the face. Oh, yeah, right. You would not do that. Yeah. Never. Verbally, maybe. Never. Dak Prescott, according to Todd Archer of ESPN, not throwing during the open portion of practice. I did go through the walkthrough. Should be limited at best today, as he was yesterday, when he was not listed as a participant on the estimated so at yesterday. least he was doing the walkthrough, which was more than he did last week until Friday. So at least the walkthrough means you're walking through all the plays, and they weren't even asking him to do that last week. So that's a help. Didn't, didn't seem to work well for him. No. no. Not at all. I thought physically he looked great out there, but yeah. he, just, he just he looked hesitant. No pocket presence at all. The first drive, I believe, he broke out. They kind of clipped him at the feet, and he stumbled and, and got up and, and tried to run for a first down. Yeah. That's the best pocket present he showed, and that was a little shaky right there. So uh, that was that, that started at the beginning of the game. It didn't get any better for him. Um, we could talk about all the drops we want, uh, and there were some, and that can throw you off. But we don't expect that from Dak. Yeah. We just don't. Uh, in his he's, fourth he's, year. Yeah. yeah. Not only in his fourth year, but even in this during this season, he's been our steady guy. Yeah. And this particular game, he was extremely unsteady. Yeah. He, he was uncomfortable in the pocket. You could tell. And, and I don't know if it was in his mind that, okay, i got to look someplace to get this ball out because I'm not running. And, and my know? shoulder, somebody could hit me at any time yeah. on my shoulder. Yeah, i got to get the ball out. Oh, well, he did run that one time. Yeah, one time, but that was it, right? Landed right on it. Yeah, yeah seven yeah, yards. Yeah, and, and 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 it looked uh, and, he looked great. And I maybe mean, that's why he never did it again. Yeah, because <laughs> right, that, that I think the strange thing was not it was uh, he re, he uh, kind of went back to his same problems, you know, throwing behind, you know, like he was last year, a couple of years ago, you know, the, it's like the the pregame routine didn't really work. Uh, there are certain times where. Yeah, like His that receivers. pass we just saw, he fired it in there right on that out. That's right. That, I mean, he was fine. It was almost like he he wasn't stepping into his passes like normal, and that had nothing to do with the shoulder. I think it was getting hurried. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I got I got to get this ball. And out. yeah, that that's always a factor. I won't care whether you're hurt or not. I don't care if you're Dak Prescott or you're Mahomes or you're Aaron Rodgers. You see quarterbacks. I saw Aaron Rodgers the other night. I mean, it wasn't a good game at all for him. It's just they're just right now they're just human defenses. They get played, get get paid also, and sometimes they can cross you up. But we just know that with Dak having all of the fourth quarter drives that we're accustomed to seeing, game winning drives that he's accustomed to giving us, but this particular time he just didn't seem to have the confidence that you talked about in 2017 when you talked to him and said we're going to win seven out of eight. Yeah, the comp- that was you didn't see it in his body language, nor did you see it in his play. And when you did see it in his play, the drops continued, I believe, for a team that has more yeah. drops than anybody else in the NFL. They do, and and I I don't know how much we touched on Amari on Monday, but his stretch that he's going through right now, it's not even close to what he was earlier in the season. 
wasn't you can see in that for the, his body language as well. Yeah, wasn't in for the end of the game. Uh, near, near, neither was Randall. So Kyle. no one's touching on that. No one asked Jason Garrett about that. They didn't even. Is that not an no, issue? No, it's been asked, and no, we haven't got a good answer. And he's not on the injury report. He was not on the injury report. It was not listed as an injury in the press box during the game. He doesn't. He doesn't seem the same to me off the line of scrimmage mm-hmm. as he's been. But he says his health is fine, so I take him at his word, and he's and not he's, listening. So he's, he he doesn't really reveal anything. He's not gonna he's not gonna go against uh, status quo. Uh, I'm sure he's probably like Dak. I mean, uh, I'm okay, guys. No excuses. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the previous game before the Eagle game <clears throat> it was the Bears. We got that before yeah. the Eagles game. Yeah, what was the game before? Rams. The Rams. Mm-hmm. The, the Rams. They they had started off doubling him for sure. But the Eagles, they were in basically man defense the whole game. And so that shouldn't have been difficult for Dak to read, by the way, because you're in man. I mean, they were playing single safety high the entire game. And even when they played some weird zones, he still figured out the, yeah. the throws was just still bad. Yeah, and he was off. And, <laughs> the throws and, and, were bad. And, and then from Cooper's standpoint, yeah, I mean. What do you attribute it to? I, I mean, don't know. Because just, his, his road home splits are, they're a thing. Wow. And, I, and I can't. <laughs> figure it out, but he's basically doubled his production at home compared to away. And he's going to do it this week. And some he's of those games, same thing this weekend. And he's some of those games, I, I understand why it happens because one of the road games was New England, so that kind of yeah. We, let's throw that out. That one yeah. shouldn't even be counted in there, right? Um, but Chicago. Yeah, some of the other ones, uh, yeah, Chicago, Buffalo, and then there was games that he only played two snaps. That was on the road. The Jets, right? And so that all factors into his road kind of those two games almost he didn't play. So, but yeah, last week, I mean, he needed to be more productive. He was in, they were in man coverage and and he's got to win those. And I don't, and I agree with you. He's just not getting off the line of scrimmage the way he normally does. So who knows? Well, I hope they don't have an issue because this is, and I say they, I mean, it's, it's QB versus and wide receiver. They have to, they have to communicate. So as much as we don't know what's going on, I hope they're talking to each other mm-hmm. because this this is it. This yep. is it. I mean, I love I love Gallup, but he's not our go-to guy. I do love Gallup. He's improved. Yes, he's made the drops, but this guy has still shown progress as far as a young receiver doing very well. I think Cobb <coughs> has got to be more involved in the game. I think on third down, we've got to look for Cobb or look for Jarvis. Those two guys. You can't double both of them and Cooper. Mm-hmm. Okay, one of them has to be open. They got to win that one-on-one off the line. You, you said it, Everson. This is it. Very well, could be it anyway. Got to <sighs> win Sunday. Got to have some help from Eli Manning and the New York Giants. Oh God! And we'll see what happens. Hey, no one's coming on him. That's good. Yeah. Well, hey, t- turn that music off. The break will be next. Thank you guys for joining us. Bill will be back on Friday, and we'll wrap up the week. Talk a little Washington to finish out the week on Talking Cowboys on Friday. See you then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?